0: three amazon sellers three amazon sellers entertaining conversation with some of the brightest minds in online business this is the one-stop shop to start or scale your business further than you could ever imagine ever imagine welcome to the buy box bandits podcast
1: Welcome back to the buy box Fanits podcast. We got a super special episode tonight. We got one of my oldest friends from Instagram guy I've known for a couple of years. Guy I met two years ago during the summer. We'll go through that whole story when he was still working his job. He's now a full time Amazon seller. So we are excited to introduce the man who is now a full time reseller but goes by the side hustle experiment still. So, John, good to have you here today, man. Very excited for this. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course, man. And we just, once again, special shout out to all our listeners. We've been really appreciating all the support lately. It's been amazing. But yeah, okay. So, you're now a full-time book and online arbitrage seller, uh, making a pivot into a lot of online arbitrage. But take us back to the start. How'd you get into reselling, all that? Um, tell the Gary V story as well. Very exciting. Cool. Like, take us back to, like, 2013, man.
0: Yeah, so basically, I was always following gary v i always liked his stuff i met him a couple times in person at conferences and stuff like that and one day i i moved to pennsylvania i used to live in new york and i got a new job yeah that's right and i got a new job and we negotiated in the salary you know like after three months like if i do a good job like it's gonna bump up to this and i of course i got that and then when it came time for a raise at the end of the year, they're like, "We already gave you a raise." I was like, "No, like that was already negotiated. That bump, like that has nothing to do with like the end of the year raise." And I was sitting there, I was like, "There's no way I could let like someone else like in charge of this because like it's just it's just not possible." So then I was like watching a Gary Vee video and he was going garage sailing. And I was like, this guy is like a millionaire. Like he's going buying like stuffed animals. Like there's no reason why I can't do this too. Like there's no excuse. So I bought, I think it was like an offer up or let go. One bought the other. I forgot which one it was. Um, And bought four dining room chairs for like $10. And the theory was like, someone's going to pay 20. Like there's no way. That someone's not gonna pay 20. So the idea was just to, like double the money. And then I just kept going down the hole, going down the hole, finding t- like before I knew it, I was like made five hundred dollars in like two weeks, like cash. Like it was insane. Um
2: wait, what was that job? What was the job? I was, was just working furniture furniture on Facebook marketplace. Yeah. Like no, find- the nine to five. The nine to five.
0: Oh, I was a copywriter doing like so marketing. so ironic. Cause Danny
1: literally yesterday asked me what is copywriting. Oh man, um, copyright. But, I love
0: copywriting. Yeah, write,
1: writing persuasive persuasive text, I guess, for anyone who doesn't know.
0: But yeah, okay. Think of a sales page. A copywriter wrote yes. that. Yes. And what, how many years ago
1: was this that you're getting started with flipping?
0: Uh, about four years ago, I kind of got started. And yeah. the thing that really changed it for me was I got a new apartment and I got like this huge glass table. I don't know why I thought I needed like a six chair table. And I paid a hundred bucks for it. I'm like, well, you know what? If someone gives me, I really liked it. I was like, if someone gives me $250 for this, it's theirs. Literally within an hour, someone was like, I'll take it for 250. And that changed my whole mindset because like all of a sudden, like it didn't double. Like I was buying tables similar to this and like getting, like I pay 40, get 80 and they'd sell in an hour. So now I'm like, well, I could pay 40 and get like 250 that just changed everything. And then I just kept doing that. And then I went home for Christmas and I was like, this sucks. Like I can't sell anything because all my inventory is in Pennsylvania. And I was like, I need something else. And then I came across a Reezy Resales video about selling books in thrift stores. I kind of thought it was a scam, um, but I was like, whatever, like I'll do it anyway. One of the first books I scanned, it said it was a dollar at the store. It said I was going to sell for $34 on Amazon. And at the back of the book, I think it said the new price was like $26.99. I'm like, there's no way. And literally two weeks later that book sold for I think 34. And
3: then I just went all in. What uh what year was that that you saw the Gary V talking about books and stuff? Uh it was 2017. So how, how long were you doing like the the flipping on the apps? So, the furniture, I did it for a full year. I did like 25 grand
0: in yeah. just that short span. People
3: still do that, by the way. Like, oh, yeah,
0: it's so lucrative because it. it's so yeah. easy. A lot of people are just getting rid of this stuff. Like, I would go pick up a table, like, oh, you want a lamp? You want this? And when it's free, <laughs> you're like, yeah, that's an easy 20. That's an easy 40. Like, it's so easy. Uh, but you also have to store it. Like, did you have like, like a truck? But like you could only fit so many tables. Like yeah. so it became like kind of like a thing. Um, and then I started Amazon like I think 2018, early, probably like and
1: that's interesting because I remember it was summer twenty nineteen when I started doing books and I posted a picture in your territory in one oh, yeah. of your thrift stores, and you said, like, dude, I think that's right near you. And it was crazy. Literally, we ended up that was literally my first year of posting yeah. stuff. We ended up you know, meeting up, we were right near each other. The thrift store was right near where I was doing my internship. And then that fall was when you quit your job. So that's yeah. really interesting. You started doing Amazon in 2018 and then were able to quit your job and everything. So what strategies were you using to find books at the time and how are you doing it now and in more recent times in terms of finding product in general?
0: So when I first started, I was just going to thrift stores and eventually it's like, well, I want to get more product. Like I really like this. And there's about five and like in my area, it's I, you know it's pretty good here. I mean, there's five stores within, I don't know, ten 15 and Goodwills
1: too, like big Goodwills,
0: yeah, yeah. And like there's like and then there's like pockets that are like an hour away from where I live that have pretty much the same stuff. So I was going like every weekend, I would hit a new area, I'd go to like Philly, I would go to Washington, all these different places, uh, just thrifting. Get them all, like probably get like five, 600 books, ship them in, and then do my day job, kind of do, you know, the stuff at night. And then I went to a turn the page, which Caleb Roth throws. Yep. Former guest to the podcast. Everyone go check Yeah,
1: that that was a good episode. That was a great Um,
0: episode. And I was, I heard about like bulk books, like buying, I was getting tired just like driving around, like, you know, you drive somewhere, you don't find something. You know, you waste a lot of time doing that, and so I was just like, "Oh man, if I could buy these in bulk, it almost seems like a no-brainer." Like, how many
2: um, how many books were you sending a week? You were actually your, uh, your, your cherry picking.
0: Probably anywhere from five to seven hundred given week. Sending uh, into that's FBA. Totally Part time, yeah. And that's what
2: sourcing five, six hours, seven hours.
0: Yeah, about the weekend, I'd probably do it, like the whole Saturday. So Saturday. Wow. But it's a lot of drive time. So, like, you know, actual scanning time, yeah, probably, like, four or five hours. And with uh, this business
2: model, what, what sort of softwares we're using?
0: So, I was using Scout IQ, uh, Accelerless, and also Keepa. Those are the three main. We're um, obviously a Bluetooth scanner. Were you hitting a lot of library sales or, like, organized library sales? No, I do not uh, like library sales. You, uh, I went were, to two. I went to one and I was like, never again. And then I wait, was so,
3: like- Wait, so why didn't you like the library sales? It's savage. That's just not my style. <laughs> It's like, so much fun. I mean, like- it's, uh, That's just your personality
2: like, though, Danny. That does not- that's All not right, wait, John. So explain, all.
3: like, because a lot of people don't know. It's like, why are they, why are they savage? So I went to this one um, right outside of Philly
0: and I actually took my girlfriend and like, she's <laughs> going to help out. And like, I get there and like, I'm still like, Kind of knew the bookstores, the book sale scene, like, because I don't like them or whatever. So, like, I get there there's already a line of like 30 people. And, like, oh, yeah. people just like, have these pubs lined up. <laughs> and the people who were second in line, like, like oh, the bookstore sale is about to open. Like, 12 people get out of this van, I, like, just go walk to that. Oh, yeah. And I was I've like, been. oh, my God. And, and then they had their girlfriends and wives. And we go in and, like, it's, like, everyone's Everyone. like, oh, you got to go up the stairs. Like, there's, like, literally at this one, like, five security guards. I'm like, what is going on? And so, like, you get there and all of a sudden, like, all you hear is a like, beep, beep, boom, beep, beep, <laughs> And, like, people are knocking books everywhere. Like, think about, like, uh like the hottest Black Friday toy, like
3: a Stampede. Like, a and people books. going. Crazy, dude! And, I and can and picture Danny are- in
2: a library sale just like stiff farming people. No, dude. but
3: like, I, I never got into any confrontation, so I did a lot in New Jersey because they, because really, like, honestly, they're they're the like the only place where it's a all fresh donated books, yeah. unscanned, right. usually unscanned, usually unscanned, and unscan. and I mean a lot of Amazon sellers, especially in the tri-state area, is a lot of people. Yeah, But, I mean, survival of the fittest at the library.
2: Yeah, sale. and
1: there's kind of an underground community of people who literally, like, travel around the country hitting yeah. a big – but it's kind of – uh like, semi, there's a lot of, like, van lifers that do it. Like, there was this one dude self-identified himself as, like I- – I can't remember his name. He's, like, some type of hippie. He literally had dreads and everything. It's not my boy, Hippie Flipping. Shout-out, Hippie Flipping. It's not him. But um, literally, I mean, they, they were talking about it. I saw him at a few. They were like, yeah, like, we, like, travel around the country this everything it's interesting so you you had more luck luxuri- more luck cherry picking the books and eventually built out kind of a bulk model getting gaylords and everything
0: yeah it's for me i like like the exclusivity like i don't yes. like like fighting with people like i like the person i deal with now like he doesn't sell it to anyone else he just sells to me like Ooh, that's a what's good up. like i could get as many or as little books as i want like it's very chill and like that's kind of what i want i don't want to be like running around competing yeah and so
1: right now you're doing the bulk model getting in gaylords and everything do you kind of want to walk our viewers who might not be super familiar with that through what that looks like because you have a warehouse set up i know you have a helper that helps you out with everything you kind of want to walk us through that whole operation you have set up right now
0: yeah so i have a warehouse that's about i think it's almost 4500 5000 square feet uh, so basically what a gay lord of books is it's about depending on how big they are it's about almost like i like to explain it like if you see like watermelons or pumpkins in a supermarket like in that big box like that's technically True. yeah they'll lords. use the and same boxes uh, too oh yeah you can yeah. see <laughs> produce boxes uh meat boxes yeah. those are probably the most common and um, you can fit has, like
1: a thousand books in them or yeah, something yeah right? eight,
0: yeah i would say anywhere from 800 to 1200 yeah. books just really depends on how big it is and basically, they come in a truck, we take it off in a forklift, and then we have um, what's called, like, a tilter, and that basically tilts the books onto this huge table, and then we're using, like, a version of Scout IQ that's meant yep. for bulk sellers. Scanning we're, them in? Yeah, the helper is turning them over. I'm scanning them, I'm reading the data, I'm making the decision what we're going to do with that book. And then we also do a lot on eBay as well.
1: Yeah, you've had some some success, even some celebrity clientele. Um with yes, eBay. Definitely. And that that's interesting. Yeah, that you've sold like 1930s, like psychology books and stuff like that. And it's interesting because a lot of the Harry Potter books aren't super profitable just because there's like so many sellers on them and yeah. stuff like that. It's um definitely an interesting market. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that ends up being really good is like the textbooks and everything. Um, Because obviously, you know, for those of our friends out there who might be in college recently and are going to um, college textbooks are like super expensive. But at the end of the semester, kids don't really care about them. So a lot of them end up being donated or whatever, sold to the bookstore and stuff like that, and then be flipped on Amazon. So you can arbitrage that out because the book that was used in December by a student, there's a good chance that book's going to be someone else is going to need that for the spring semester. So right now you're loading up on textbooks right now to be sold during January, which directly aligns with when kids are coming back for the spring semester and all that. So how does that work? How do you make buying decisions with that stuff? Like what tools do you use and all that? So right now we
0: actually don't buy any outside textbooks. We just get them all from uh, our gaylords. So now with the restock limits, so what we used to do is just send everything in. And price it really high, and then when textbook season came, we just repriced. So now what we're doing to save space is we're not sending any textbooks in, and then we'll start sending probably like December ish, just so they are fully checked in by the time like they need to be. And there are a lot of people; there are actually a lot of students who buy early as well. Um, we we're like kind of getting that in in December or whatnot, yeah. so want we'll them there for that, but. Yeah, we try
2: to,
3: we're stockpiling them now and then we'll send them all in.
2: How many like people- you ever exper- Go ahead, Dan. I'll
3: just say, how, much, how many people do you have working for you in your warehouse right now? Uh, Just the one helper. So okay. which we'll talk about later, I, I guess, is
0: like, as I'm getting into OA, it's really hard to like almost fathom, like bringing someone in and training them mm-hmm. if I'm trying to get out. Like it's a very like weird spot I'm in right now. Okay, Garrett, right, what were you we saying?
2: Have you ever experimented with that arbitrage in terms of buying textbooks may like at the end of a semester and then selling them at the end of the, the beginning of the next semester? Cause there's softwares oh, yeah. that are built around that, but have you ever experimented with it?
0: I have a little bit. I've done a lot on like Facebook marketplace, buying off people there. Um, I have done like a little bit of eFlip. Um,
2: yeah. Caleb came out with that. That's actually a super cool software.
0: Yeah. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I had some experience doing that. It's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I kind of like. I would say I do a lot more of it if I wasn't doing eBay. Um, yeah, Selling books on eBay is just insane right now.
3: I got a That's couple a- questions. So obviously, uh, when COVID came, were you? So that, well, that was March twenty twenty. Were you? You were doing bulk books then, right? Yeah, so I'm I'm assuming so I'm assuming they said can't send any more books, and you just went straight MF, right?
0: Yeah, well, kinda. So what happened was, um, basically, I just started really doing bulk books, and I literally just quit my job, <laughs> like pretty much <laughs> right before all this stuff happened, <laughs> and like I had a big cash cushion, so like I wasn't really worried about it. Um, okay. But one of my suppliers, that my best suppliers, like I. He was in like Maryland and he's like, I can't come into Pennsylvania. And I was like, oh man. So like, there's another supplier to work with who wasn't as good. And he's kind of like, screw this. Like, I'll come, like, we'll do this. Uh, But that's when I really started to look really hard at actually OA because I'm like, oh, if I can't do books, maybe I'll do OA and start to learn that. And then the supplier just kept delivering. And then like everything kind of went to normal. I didn't send anything in. I was just like stockpiling books for FBA. So I knew eventually they would open it. We didn't know. And then I really started to do eBay as well and realized, wow, there's a lot more money in these Gaylords than just for Amazon.
3: And then when the inventory limits came this first time around, or the only time they came around, what was your kind of like thought process? Like you get the email, your inventory is limited. Were you thinking like, this is doomsday? this is it or like what were kind of your thoughts
0: I at first was like man like at first I was like this isn't too bad because I was at 7,500 and I was like okay that's doable I have about like probably close to 5,000 books in there like I could definitely take some stuff out like worst comes to worst I'll pull all the textbooks out and just send them back in later and then as it went from like 75 to like 65 to 50 yeah yeah. Then like 55 like this is a little tight and now i'm all the way down to i think 3,700 and like at i think i have a youtube video at like 45 i'm like this is no longer doable like so they really books like you either have to be a huge player in merchant fulfill which i don't want to do yeah or you could have a hybrid, but like, you'll never grow it that big because like, mm,
1: true. Yeah. It's that's not just, possible. And, and books is messy. Cause you need a lot of space. You need manpower, you know, and, and now yeah, you're, they're, they're, just,
3: heavy. They're, they're heavy. They're
1: very heavy. Yeah. Now you're just chilling, you know, getting into Samoa, you just, you know, place your orders, run your scans, you know, do what you got to do with that.
3: Yeah. Um, that's bo-
0: kinda, as I went down, I'm just like, I don't know. A lot of people disagree, but I think the writing's on the walls for books like 100%. amazon does not want them there they it
1: ma- it makes sense too because they they sell a lot slower you know like and people they take are up in demand
3: space too. think about it they're big and they're yeah. heavy they and it's not
1: something a person orders multiple of or yeah. reorders of so that the ltv of one customer for one product is a lot lower
0: and they're not making that much money on them right the average book right. price it's not like it's like
3: 30 yeah, or, it's 40 like $12, or 12 12 bucks or, yeah. something, or
0: something
1: yeah
3: like, yeah, we, we were just talking about today, so the FBA price increase, which to me, like, I think most of it's like yeah, 25 cents or something, like, roughly across the board, which in O A R A wholesale isn't, like, crazy. Absolutely. But in books, like, a quarter is, like, that's kind of a big deal. That could knock out a large percent of books.
0: Well, someone you- was in a Facebook group today, like, one of their buddies sells a lot of books in the 50-cent range.
3: Oh, there's so much much easier ways
1: to make money. I I don't care what he says. There's so many, so much easier ways to make money.
3: I think Amazon's definitely squeezing out the booksellers, especially how you described your inventory limits, how they went from 7,500 now all the way down to uh, a little bit under 4,000. They're definitely squeezing out. I mean, just think
2: they have all the data. They have all the data that's supporting this, right? They must have four or five, 10 years of trajectory that are implying that, you know, sales of books are, diminishing yeah um but before we go into your your OA transition can we just talk about something like the numbers that you saw um yeah. in that book book space so how in terms of one gaylord what was the cost of one gaylord
0: so the average gaylord is usually i think mine are about and this is delivered about 80 bucks a gaylord
3: so were you okay. paying per, were you paying per pound or flat rate
0: uh per pound and, what, and so for one like
3: seven cents right uh, paying fi- we were paying five
0: cents, and then wow. like thanks to high gas prices, it jumped up to six. <laughs> oh game. wait, that
3: that's really, that's really good actually. <laughs> or
0: that's what I was told that they're raising the price because of that's gas. Really
2: inflation twenty percent inflation. So 80, 80 pounds for a gaylord. How long did, does it take to process that gaylord? So we get
0: uh, anywhere to eleven to twelve. We'll scan through everything. Um, with like Monday Tuesday, like we're on a schedule now. Mm-hmm. So we do Monday, Tuesday, separate everything out. Uh, Like, the helper on Wednesday, he'll look up everything on eBay. Um, And I'm kind of, like, spot-checking and, like, making listings, Mm -hmm. taking the pictures. Thursday, he is listing MF and kind of, like, cleaning up some eBay stuff, making some sets. And then Friday, he's off. And I'm kind of doing the FBA right now, listing Cause it's so little, it's like not enough to hire someone right now
3: mm-hmm. uh, to do. And plus like, I'm kind of phasing it out. So it's what, like- what, uh, what software do you use for your FBA shipments? Also, are you shipping them LTL? You no. Know? <laughs> but then
0: when the restock limits came and all these people had pallets
3: that they couldn't send
0: or were stranded i was like Bozo now like all my stuff's getting (laughs) in. you guys stuff is stuck like you have to break down all these pallets like i understand it costs more but like it also gets checked in quicker so like there are advantages and disadvantages wow
2: so So, so y'all are processing 11 gaylords per week yeah did i hear that right that's i mean that's pretty Well, impressive.
3: but he, he you're getting through them you said in like two days which is really good
2: yeah we're getting through
0: in two days like the typical i would say it just really depends on what's in there but we're looking at probably like anywhere from like anywhere from two to four grand for amazon and like profit potential profit and then ebay i mean all it takes is one book but I would and that's
2: think- per that's per gaylord right
0: Uh, per like batch, okay. And uh, what,
3: what, um, what was what is like your typical acceptance rate? And has that changed at all throughout?
1: Yeah, it's gone way down,
3: okay.
1: (laughs) Because, oh, yeah, because you can send less in, yeah. Yeah, so
0: we're really, really, and that's kind of what also we did. We focused on like uh eBay a lot too, because you know, anything iffy or not like perfect, like we're not sending many acceptable books in, like we're selling those on eBay um yeah it has to be like pretty much over 60 e score to even like yeah. be considered to be wow. like wow right. yeah because yeah. sell through that's rates hot. so
1: important with that stuff yeah that's yeah, huge like, i mean that's really we're really, really good go
3: yeah. yeah to like a dollar it's, it sounded like your sell through was already pretty good because you were given like a 2500 unit cushion at the beginning yeah. which is big i know most books are not most but i saw some on instagram where like it was just no more right got that email they could send no more no more inventory in because their sell through was most likely terrible
0: yeah ours was at like i think we're hovered around like 0.8 which is like obviously very low mm-hmm. but for booksellers most booksellers are in like it could be like 0.4 half a percent possibly yeah. probably most of them depending interesting. on interesting
1: and so a lot of our viewers don't know uh and garrett might not even not know but in another life Danny was actually a bulk bookseller I mean, for the better half we talking, of Yeah. Well, two, we about two, that about half that, that's why I know though. a good amount exactly, about it. Exactly. Yeah, that's why Danny, Danny has uh maybe we'll take some of those posts out of the archives, the Instagram archive. I think they're gone in the void. No, no, <laughs> stories. Stories they, are saved. Stories yeah, are they, saved.
3: The stories are there, but I think stories the rest are they're gone in the metaverse. Uh, I have another question point. about the bulk books I'm curious about. Is sell back your book and the other uh Zipf, the legend the legend are they still taking in a lot of books and like, are those prices the same or they're actually taking a lot more? Let's go. Let's go, man. All
2: that stuff goes overseas, right? Bill,
0: right. I think a lot of it does. Um, yeah. So one of the big things I'm seeing in the Facebook groups, like in the post today, like huge people are going out of business. Who used to give these companies like, So now it has to be more enticing for me to give them a book. Like if I can make $2 on Amazon and they're giving me a dollar, like I'll give it to them because like, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I don't want to pick up a spot to make an extra dollar. Yeah. yeah. We
1: were, we were like, we, us three were privately talking about this, I guess like yesterday, but you just, you you know stuff happens, fees go up, rules change. You have to adapt and you yep. have to be that yeah, was this morning,
2: Miles. You, was this my morning. bad. Yeah. This morning, you
1: have to be making content. You have to be if you're a boy, yeah. you gotta be doing eBay too. You know what I mean? You have to be in the community, yeah. right? Like, for example, you're in the group chat, right? You know, us four, yeah. you know, we got like 28 other guys all doing Amazon stuff in general, you know, you're tapped in with other people who are dealing with these same problems that you are. So we can all come to solutions together, but you got to be diversified and you got to be like giving out game, you know, posting content and stuff, whether that might be, um, and stuff comes back to you. And I'm sure that's been valuable for you because you've been, you know, doing it going on three years now, at least I think posting content. Yeah,
0: it's been insane. Like someone like one of my Instagram followers, like you helped me so much. Like here's how to get engaged in Nike. And like Man. sent me like an A's. Oh,
3: that's, to the, where to that's buy the number it. one question. It's yeah. like, it's I got I
0: was like, Thank you. And I you might, you might've never worked.
1: even talked to him at that point, but your content had found you yeah. for whatever reason. yeah. yeah. And you've picked up the volume a lot on the con. We kind of all have, you know, the past year yeah. or so, but doing yeah. Instagram, got YouTube as well. We'll have your YouTube linked below for anyone who wants to check that out. But uh, specifically a lot of our answers to the question, what should I sell at the beginning is books, even if just to test out Amazon. Yeah. Um, do you agree with that? And if so, why do you think books are a good option for our beginner listeners?
0: I do, like I go back and forth because like I'm very big on like, if you're going to start something, like, it's best to know it and like kind of grow with it but in terms of amazon i do think books is like probably the best way to start just because like you could get a lot of volume so like the more volume you're doing like the more you're learning the more mistakes you're making like stuff's getting returned or like amazon's losing it like i'd rather amazon lose a book than like a twenty dollar or thirty dollar set of something yeah Um, and with books they're
3: cheap right like you know, yeah, books know, are stakes. aren't that expensive. Yes. And a lot of, grade.
1: a lot of people don't have a lot of money, but they do have time if they're looking for more money mm-hmm. and books, you kind of pay with that sweat equity, I would say.
2: And it's yeah, part of the know, inverse okay. relationship. Once you, once your money goes up, your time goes down, but before your money goes up, your time is high. Right. So it kind of, it works inversely.
0: Exactly. I think a lot of people, like, it's very weird. Like, I think people don't like the answer to start with books. Like they want to be like, like miles like swimming in huge home depot boxes and nike sneakers (laughs) or or the garrett wheel that was posted of him on. it doesn't start like that and like i think that is always why i never worry about like competition in this because like i know how hard it is the
1: bar is so low no like most people never even make an account like some people will message me like once a week asking similar and i'm like did you open an amazon seller account and then i was just gonna say no I'm like, come on, guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the bars, if you're out there, the bar is so low. Just start. The bar's low in everything. Wait, so low honest. for what? Like,
3: what do you mean? Low for like.
1: Most people never entry even entry. make an account. Oh, yeah.
3: Most people that follow us. Oh, yeah. The, the barrier of entry in the US
2: as well. You know like, what I mean? Being just able to like, verify business, your address.
1: Like, stuff is hard, but like, if you're willing to learn, it's really not that hard. It's just, will do you have the capacity to, or do you want to take action? Like, how bad do you really want it? Like,
2: and you persistent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: and like the more and more dms i get like it's, it's it's getting a lot greater and it's kind of overwhelming but it's like from the questions i get i know exactly who's gonna make it and who's not
1: true yeah, yeah. that is People true asking, honest. oh the quality what of the questions yeah this?
0: like that is like the easiest question like ask me like how do i grow it like I, I started finding books like how do i find more like and yeah, there's some no, the people yeah, who just I hit agree. you with
1: the, here's my first sale. And then two weeks later, they hit you with the, here's my first thousand dollar day.
0: The wor- yeah, get the most now, which I don't really have an answer to because like I refuse to do it. It's like, how do you list in seller central?
1: Oh, I just say, look up. you. That is the worst question to answer. And I was I, like, I, I don't I know. Answered I answered that to a to question the- on my story today. To and I said, yeah. you're just asking. More so, you know, that's something you only have to learn once. That you can learn from, you know, a YouTube video. You know, I should have a video, I don't, but I should. But like, that's that's a thing that you're literally just watching someone screen share, right? The sourcing stuff is the stuff that can yeah. really scale, and that you know, you're constantly learning new stuff. But them like minute, if that's even a good word to use there, I don't know. Not an English major. That's the Your stuff dad you is. have to learn once. You know, the shipping and all that. That stuff you shouldn't be asking
2: questions about because that's something you can very easily figure out and it's something you only have to learn once. So, John, before we get into like your OA story, having been through what you've been through and knowing what you know now, would you take the same path in terms of starting with books, getting Ooh, into bulk? Would you would you do bulk again? Don't
3: say it, John. No regrets. Say it. No, no I wouldn't. <laughs> no,
0: boom. Sounds oh, i i do like i'm not mad about the path i took because i learned a lot about like having. oh a my god i mean you quit your dude like yeah, not, yeah no yeah, regrets not. no yeah. regrets but like i honestly do think like the space i got like if i didn't find the space i had like if it was like one month later i think i would have just like stayed in the storage unit and learned oa and like got rid of all back of in the day yeah books yeah pretty much um but like, it's a blessing in disguise. Like, I don't know, learned a lot, but yeah, I would definitely go from books to definitely OI much quicker.
2: So that's a good transition to where we're headed. Um, so give the audience a sneak peek in terms of what you're doing, how you're spending your time, what your business look like now.
0: So right now it's kind of a monster. So basically <laughs> we do, uh, I feel like I have like three different businesses, almost like four. So like, Right now we have the book business where we're selling on Amazon, that, and media, eBay, we do anywhere from five to six grand a month. It's all profit eBay. too.
1: Everything after yeah. the fees is all profit.
0: Pretty much. <laughs> um, and then we have, now I'm starting to do OA on the other account. And then the fourth is like, we have all these different dud buyers that like, it's a mm, constant. Right, cool right. Um, but yeah, right now I'm spending a lot more time on OA so that's kind of what happened. Like I rearranged my whole day. I started like the writing on the wall and like it was always books, eBay, all this other stuff first. So like what I did was like I forced myself to do OA and basically on YouTube I was like if I don't spend $1,000 I'm giving someone $1,000. And it was like the yeah. hardest thing I've ever done because like I didn't realize when you don't know what you're doing with OS. It's so like,
1: confusing at the start. And that's why hard it's-
0: hard to spend $1,000. It's Same thing with
1: wholesale. They're like the best models, you know, as opposed to like, you know, books or something like that. But they're also the hardest to learn. You know, they're the most independent because there are so many directions you can go.
0: Yeah. And there's so many, di- like with books, like there's only like, you know, the ranks, like you don't right. necessarily know the ranks of beauty and this and that, like food, like- eventually you learn but like it's not off the top of your head um so i rearranged the whole day i'm like listen like the helper is now coming at nine i get there like super early i get there like probably like six five thirty yes sir and then i get like oa is the first thing that gets done for like two hours And it was literally, I think that's made the biggest difference. The biggest difference has been like networking with people like shout out to Cody does Amazon. Who's been on here. Another another product
3: of uh, another product of Gary V.
0: Yeah. And there's another person who, one of my YouTube subscribers just like reached out. It's like, Hey, I can help you with OA. He's been sending me a lot of helpful videos and I was so frustrated I was like I don't understand like this OA thing and I was like what do I understand I'm like well like I do understand like media and like uh like DVDs and stuff like that so I was like I wonder if there's opportunity there and of course there was I sell like a lot of vinyl records and
2: um, that's interesting I've never heard of that so and, interesting. And, so, yeah. so would you
3: say starting with something you were kind of interested in helped you yeah without oh, a doubt um,
1: shoes for me absolutely yeah
3: yeah i was just like i just knew the keep it charts
0: much better and it was just like okay like the it just seemed ridiculous i will say like it is I'm in a, I would say i'm in a more fortunate situation the most because like these vinyl records are like 25 bucks a pop right like mm-hmm. it's hard to like justify spending like two more expensive mistakes yeah like if you don't exactly but like i'm confident with those charts and like once i like got bought like five or six things and they started selling it it was like starting over again with like books. like oh my god like i can't believe this like like and i think one mistake was i went a little too deep on like kind of the media like i should have took that and like kind of pivoted i mean i'm still selling like a lot of stuff and all of it will move fourth quarter okay yeah then you got to like, get
1: uncomfortable with buying, especially yeah. these, these weeks. Like you got to get uncomfortable with buying stuff.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm prepared to do. Like, like I said, like I'm just really looking for stuff to deploy capital. Out. I'm just, and so
2: I just, I'm
1: going to make that happen. Don't worry. Yeah.
0: I appreciate it. What's that.
2: your, what's your current strategy for sourcing online? Are you using TA? Are you storefront stocking? Um, are you doing it manual? Uh, so have... I
0: haven't done much manual. So what I've
1: Manual is done... so good. Manual is where everything good is found because it's where other people aren't going. Anyone can run a TA search, but not everyone can be a dog going through other people's stores.
0: Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to do more manual. So what I was doing, I was like, Probably be a
2: dog going through other people's
0: store. Or just, just that type of stuff <laughs> in
1: general. Yeah, we got the like, list. We got all your like, favorite. And, we got and all your thinking, favorite
3: influencer storefronts.
1: Thinking about it, think about thinking like <laughs> the way the buyer goes through it, looking at the recommended products under something that's already because yeah, yeah. all you need is one item that's good. Then you can go through all the sellers on those listings. The one with high re- the ones with high reviews, especially, because you can see their moving weight.
0: And that's basically what I started doing. Like I wasn't having much luck doing just like product searches. Like, oh, Walmart this, Walmart
2: that, and then I was. Because that's like, for I mean, to, to Miles's stuff. point, that's what everyone's doing though. Yeah. yeah. The first I, intro to TA is Walmart grocery, Walmart tours, to Profit Target. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like,
0: to- <laughs> I don't understand this. Like it's like I was like, his videos are very good. I watched a lot of other people's videos. And in the other people's videos, like, there's no way they're finding product doing this. Like, I'm doing this for like three hours. Like, there's just no way. And so then, like, I started looking at the people, like, well, everyone's doing that. So then, like, I started I joined a couple of lead lists, and then I had the most success like using Keepa. Like, so basically dropping like on a listing, you could like basically see everyone who's sold on that listing historically downloading right. all that data
1: oh see this is yeah. what i'm talking about yes yes, so. yes yes absolutely yeah, that's how, how you find store yes. you like you the store yes and you can formula. see their buy box share you can see yeah. the buy box share yeah yeah and if they have a high buy box share that's mean they were selling a lot of stuff and
3: they wouldn't be selling it if diverse. they weren't making money yeah and i found the most stuff that way so far so are you Still using any are you using any software to search or no like I like, like automated, like automatic scanning software.
2: Well done. Automation. Don't, Am, don't Amazon automate. Wait, that. does no, that, no, no. Okay, does that symbolize Amazon automation? No, no, no
3: but I, <laughs> no, not really.
2: <laughs> not at all. In fact, <laughs>
3: uh, just,
0: I mean, I don't know if TA counts, but really that's the only right. thing. Amazon Amazon. I wanted I think, to, TA,
2: I think TA is Amazon automation. If I I'm wanted to say really quick oh. for
3: everyone that's still listening, TA and all those softwares, even like wholesale, uh, like softwares, where you search through it automatically. They're all, one, they're only as good as you set the triggers and as you can customize it. And as you can read it, two, even if you do it amazing and you get it as, as perfect as you want it, there's still going to be blind spots. There will always be blind spots, at least for right now, in all the software that's out there. And they're going to be missing things. And that's where the manual search, whether it's by yourself or a T or a VA, can really come into handy. Because you can go in there and look at keep a charts and maybe keep is only showing a few bumps, but people are buying multiples of, of a certain product. So I was
0: yeah, that. that's a good. Point.
3: Has blind spots and always blind. I will say, yeah, one of the
0: biggest blind spots I think is when Amazon is out of stock. I've noticed this was a lot of media. They're out of stock, like maybe since like, well, this is November, but maybe they were like late October not in stock. And I'll watch that and like I'm like, they're not restocking. And then like you run, you have to run the numbers. So like, there's this one thing where like, you know, I could buy it for 20, it's selling for 60. The average 90 days, like 35, 40. Like I'm going to take that chance because I know like even if I sell it at 30, I'm still making like 10% on it. So like, there's no real downside to that. Or even you take a break even. But yeah, asymmetric that,
1: bets, like, yeah, exactly.
2: Cap,
0: all
1: cool. right. And by the so, way, um, for, for everyone still here this late in the episode, there is going to be a Lego skew somewhere. Oh, we
3: forgot. Luckily, I
2: remember to bring it up now. So, John, quick, uh, real quick ending up here. Where do you see your business going in terms of 2022, 20, 23? Do you get in? Are you planning on getting into wholesale, private label? What's your what's your next step or is it just OA?
0: My next step is probably to really get a good grip on OA, eventually phase out uh, books and eBay. I really don't know what that looks like in terms of like a warehouse, how much space I'll need to do OA and stuff like that. But I definitely think wholesale could kind of be um, a good option for me just because I like kind of like the bulk books and like that kind of like exclusivity. And it's you have the cash to it sounds person. like. You yeah. Have the cash to that, yeah yeah and then you're just like oh give me a hundred of these like you have like more of uh i guess an idea of what will sell that's kind of a very tricky part for me right now too do you, oh yeah, like as things sell like you send something in maybe you buy 10 like five sell like should you buy more should you yeah. wait for the other five like should it's you just
3: buy 500 right so i mean sometimes have you, you just so- gotta add that zero on the buy order and, and buy it
2: That's what we always talk about. That's how OA and wholesale scales so well, more than RA, more than cherry picking books, right? Because as Danny mentioned, it's just as simple as, you know, increasing that up arrow or adding a a zero.
1: zero. (laughs) Yeah, running the numbers. All right,
2: fantastic. So
1: what are some some, uh, beginner tips? Because a lot of our viewers are beginners. What are some beginner tips uh, that you think can help them be successful just getting started?
0: I would say, like, there's, in my mind, there's only two. Like, I always get this question. I'm like, ah, I try to get, I think it's get started and be consistent. There's only two. Like, you're pretty started. hard to fail.
1: Pretty hard to fail if you do both those things. Yeah, like, Ooh, I always,
0: like, I did tweet, like, and that's kind of like when everything clicked to me. It was just like, you can't tell, when well, I was like, oh, there's nothing at Walmart. There's nothing at Walmart. I was like, there's 50 million products listed on the Walmart website. Like, if you can't find one of those, like, you're not gonna- Oh,
2: I remember it. that tweet. That was a good one. I remember that Yeah, tweet. I was
0: like, and that's what like changed everything. I was just like, like, I just had to look harder. Like, maybe what I'm doing is not working. And like, it was just like talking to people. And I think there's this guy, Ramit Sadie. He runs the website. Like, I will teach you to I will teach rich. you to be rich, yeah. And like- just like all like course creators too. They're like, if you show me the work, like I'll help you, right? Like don't be like, what software do I use? Like, well, like tell me you're using TA and like you think your filters are messed up. Yeah, that was a a very
1: good point about the quality of the questions. That's so true. And once again, not to discredit anyone that Amazon's not right for, you know, it's not right for a lot of people, but you'll figure that out quicker if you get into it and do it, or you'll figure it out if it's right for you. But something associated with making money online, side hustle, whatever, is going to be right for you. But you're going to find it quicker the more stuff you try.
0: Yeah, and I would say, like, there's no better, like, way to learn than to buy. To buy and lose money is, like, very painful. Yeah, you uh,
1: you learn to write. (laughs) You learn to write by writing. You learn to swim by swimming. You do not learn to sell on Amazon by asking dudes on Instagram the same question. Good point. You got to learn
3: by selling. And yeah, honestly, yeah, that's, that's where sound. like the honest that's where the books, even though they are being phased out, I still think it's the best. But option. Y-
1: even just for a month, dude, just to get yeah. yeah. proof of concept it, that we're not just talking heads on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're not saying yeah. go
3: go in, go start buying Gaylords and get a warehouse, but like yeah. get a warehouse. During I know, COVID I know, John and, doesn't like to do it, but <laughs> dude, hit it hit a library Delete sale. Delete all
1: your content become a realtor. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it'd be to, like I'd be interested to go to a library sale or like a thrift store to see like is it as crazy dude, like, i, I kind of want to go to a
3: library sale down here like they were i mean you could you could make you you could make like 5 k on going to library sales Easy. easily
2: or at yeah, least when should, i was you doing
3: should it, pull but. up to one in miami i kind of want dude they were like you Hit would the think book you, would, you would think like an iphone or like a game was dropping how many people would be lined up outside these libraries and the
1: hippies man the dudes who are living in vans yeah. who know man. each other nothing against hippies too i mean it's yeah, pretty no, like i would feel
3: i would like, feel bad like going sometimes around
0: taking books from people sale. well and funny like- about a library sale like during uh actually about a month or two ago i was like kind of had a couple drinks or whatever and <laughs> um, my so, my girlfriend's like best friend is like hey like her parents work at this library sale and they're raffling off like this exclusive like you get to scan the whole thing for like two oh hours.
1: oh so they know wow. what they're doing yeah, 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 and
0: they like they do. did this auction thing, and then like I kind of I didn't even want to do it, and I got a bidding war with this guy. I made, <laughs> like two fifty for it. So like that's
3: it, two hundred fifty dollars.
0: Yeah. How and many I books were to there? Bring, maybe you guys should come. You get to bring five people with you. Oh, that would be fun and for a wait, hour, I I really really want to go. Wait, wait, how
1: big? How many books does it have?
0: God, it's like a whole warehouse. Oh wait, when is this? God. Uh, I have to. Contact them like they're like, you could do it. so. I think this is the warehouse where it they would be a great video and the, uh, it just be
1: fun too.
0: It'd be that's a good what time. I thought. I was good. like,
3: I would go just for fun.
0: 250 good. was my cap. I'm like, anything over 250, like, I'm really not that we, interested. I mean,
2: we, people spend 250 for entertainment for a day. I mean, I mean, <laughs> hey, I it's spent, that was my
0: idea. Was like, well, for YouTube, okay, okay, like, chill. How many video? how many books could you get? <laughs> or like, maybe I bring in other people and like. Figure like build like for like ten thousand
3: book challenge or something. something. Yeah, like, yeah something crazy. Like I think it'd be fun to just go to a library sale. Paradox, I, I want to go. Dude. I want to go back to one where like it's a competitive environment and like there's people everywhere. Dude, like because like you'd be in the basement of these places. There's no yeah, reception. Yeah, if, yeah. you didn't, if you didn't it's have so the we database, like, you were fucked. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I true. remember times people who. Who didn't get the database version of Scout IQ? So they were like going outside, <laughs> <just> <laughs> downloading and getting the database, is coming back.
0: Yeah, or yeah. Their, their scanners aren't charged or they forgot oh,
3: headphones. Dude. Oh, you got to charge the, the scanner. Oh, yeah, Poison the headphones and the, and the noise. Oh, yeah, the, all the, all the pros had yeah, yeah, all the
1: pros had headphones. Yeah, all the pros had headphones. Yeah,
3: For sure. Oh, it was great got to go off
1: to the textbooks obviously then like you know the finance business religion well there'd be
3: strategy so if too many people are going to the same section like well, textbooks yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. you, you gotta, gotta just use, hit the non-fiction yeah, you can
2: just get through that, that. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. that's great
1: for sure all right fantastic i thought that was a really fun episode really you know enjoy hearing your story and everything like that where can the amazing buy box banded listeners find you on socials
0: uh on instagram it's side hustle experiment and same on YouTube. Yeah, and here. you post very yes,
1: frequently sir. on YouTube, so you can. You guys know, let him any question, let him know any questions. Yep. Let us He's been know picking up
2: questions. that real game.
1: Any uh, yeah, yep, try. Any or any uh any sellers you want to see on the podcast, all that. But yeah, thank you so much for watching. Make sure to find that Lego Scoop. You made it this far. Seriously, we appreciate you guys on all the platforms, not just the ones looking at our pretty faces on YouTube right now. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys. We will see you guys on Tuesday for another episode. Appreciate you, John.
0: Peace. Thanks for having me.
1: All right, good.